Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Pat Bradley in the Zone is brought to you by River City Flooring. Bradley off the screen for three. He's going to miss. He's been terrific in this first half. River City Flooring. The only thing better than their selection is their service. Visit RiverCityFlooringInc.com. RiverCityFlooringInc.com. Yeah, jump around, grab around. All right, the network man. He's like, well, if they're not doing it now, they're going to be doing it after practice. So. Yes. <laughs> they're going to get it done. I thought that was fun. We're, we're doing some layup work for sure. Coach also was asked about Audis going one for 11. He said, I will assure you, he will never go one for 11 again. Because if he's one for 10, he'll be sitting next to me. Oh, boy. I'm not going <laughs> to let that even happen. That's funny. Do you remember your – we always talk yeah. about all your great moments, Pat. Do you remember your worst shooting night ever? It was – well, I'm sure it was nights like tonight, mid-February. Cold, late game. You throw up an 0 for 8 or 1 for 10. Um, those, that's why, like, this part of the season and these types of games are tough, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I agree. You throw, you know, that game against Missouri was sort of a culmination, I think, of more of, like, Arkansas just being re-energized, but... You gotta, you gotta imagine that Missouri remembers that very well. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about that earlier. I mean, the line is eight, and they got smoked so bad the first time around. I'm sure that they're a little hurt over it. And Wes was pointing out how good they've been at home of late. I mean, they've they've had some very close losses, a one point loss to Auburn among them, and a couple of decent wins mm-hmm. as well, including Alabama and Ole Miss. So, I mean, I, I, they're a hard team to figure. You've watched them a lot this year, Pat. I mean, more than we have. What? Yeah. What's the deal with Missouri? Help me hun- understand this well, team. They, they've they gone to, I guess you could call it small ball, five guys out. And they that's created some mismatches for them. Uh, in the, when they beat Alabama, when they uh, you know gave Auburn everything Auburn wanted, they were able to basically spread out the floor. And, you know, if you have the big – you have to go out to a three-point line and guard. They get a six-nine kid. You guys probably remember that Brazil kid, who's more of a perimeter player. Although six-nine, he's long, so he can block some shots, get some rebounds. And I think Kobe Brown, we, at six foot eight, he can guard a lot of positions, and he's strong. He can handle the ball. He can pass well. He shoots it okay. So they make things difficult. Obviously, um, you talk about how the Hogs weren't able to finish at the rim against Alabama. Well, when Missouri beat Alabama, that's probably what they did as well as anything that night was they were able to just fight and get a hand up and a shoulder here and an elbow here to not allow a clean shot at the rim, a clean look at the rim. And Bama couldn't make any point-blank shots that game. Which which kind of gave Missouri that momentum to where they, you know, started the game ten zero or something crazy like that. So, um, you know, those things those things are going to happen. I think that's the type of Missouri. They're not a good three point shooting team. And with that being said, 
you know, they've had games like like Arkansas against when the Hogs made all those threes against Georgia. So um, it starts with that kid Kobe Brown, though, and they spread you out, which allows them to attack the basket. And sometimes they'll attack and kick and make some threes. So uh, I, I, you know, we gotta look at them. They're not overwhelmingly talented, but I, I think they got enough to um, make it an ugly game. And uh, you, if we're not doing, you know, if we're sloppy with the ball, if we're settling for not our best or highest percentage shot, mm-hmm. if we're not competing on the glass, you know, those things add up. Bells sure. on the road. Uh, you got to take care of those things. Pat, when you were describing Missouri, it, it sounds a little bit kind of like Arkansas. You know, Jalen's not mm-hmm. your typical post guy. You know, he'll float around, shoot, but he can guard the perimeter. And then you got Amude and uh, Adis, you know, bigger guards, I guess, technically. Some places they'd be playing a wing or a forward. I, I, am I right? Are they kind of similar the way they, they like to play? Yeah, they are. And they have. Um, all you know, they have those athletes, six five, six six, who can who are quick to the ball, physical, much like Trey Wade and Tony and Amude. So they do that. that I think that can be the challenge because each one of those guys can put on the ground just a little bit to where you got to respect it. Um, again, they they struggle to score. I think they're. Uh, they're last in the SEC in like three point shooting percentage, so that's not going to be a threat. Again, you know, you give anybody a wide open look, and, and you know, the good chance that they could make it. So they are similar to that. Um, I, I do, I do think it's going to be important. You know, like Jay Will, he's he's got he's so special because Missouri, if they do go to his own, a man. Like you have, you can play through Jay Will. There's not going to be any ball stoppage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I think a lot of times you watch games and when teams get in trouble, it's because they don't know what to do with the ball. Like, there's nobody creating a passing lane. And, and I think that's where Jalen Williams comes into, like, huge is because he can catch it in the post, he can catch it at the free throw line, top of the key, and guys just cut and move around him and he's going to find them. So that 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 is a big advantage that not a lot of teams have. Talking to Pat Bradley on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline, it's brought to you by our friends at River City Flooring. Arkansas is Tennessee on Saturday, Pat, and then again in the final regular season game of the year. It's a team on the rise that's moved into third place in the conference. Mm-hmm. Tell me about the Vols a little bit. What can we expect Saturday? Well, they thought that they were going – they felt like they, they were going to have a really good three-point shooting going into the season. And they sort of are built that way. They don't have you know, they don't have a post up guy. They've got a, a, a lot of size. Um, even you know uh, they had an injury. Olivier Kamwa mm-hmm. was playing really well, but they don't have your you know they get a seven footer. But you know they'll throw it to him. But really, they depend a lot on making threes, making shots. Matter of fact, their last three games. Going into their last game, they averaged 11 made three-pointers. Um, so th- that, to me, I thought at Bama, at Tennessee, were going to be the two games that probably most likely take an L. And then I, I I felt like we could beat Florida at Florida. I felt like 
Um, Kentucky, LSU have those guys at home. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's a that those are winnable games, big games, big games, but certainly winnable games. And Tennessee is going to make things difficult. They're going to pack in that lane. So it's like you get the you get the issue now. It's like against Tennessee, you like you got to make tough tough twos because they're that good of a defensive team. Like they're going to they're going to challenge everything. They're I think three in the country at, at turning you over. Number three, a lot of steals just because it's a good defense. So, um, you know, are you going to be committed to playing through contact, getting to the free throw line like you do? Because I just don't see, you know, going on the road and making 10 threes like you did at Georgia or wherever it was at Georgia. There's a lot more open shots you're going to get against Georgia. So that's, you know, Tennessee is legit, fellas. I mean, they're a, you know, they're a top 20 team, maybe even top 15 team in the country right now. And they're only going to get better, Tennessee, because they got your freshman starting guard, a backup freshman, start, uh, a backup point guard, who those guys are just getting better. So uh, this 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 is going to be this is going to be a challenge to, uh, Saturday for sure. That's why this one's really, but this is a winnable road. Like I have this one marked down as a W. You lose this, now you're like, ah, geez, you know. I mean, we're trying to. I guess what does Lenardi have us at now? You get us a seven seed. Six, I think I saw seven. six. Yeah, there's a six. whole lot of love here for Arkansas moving on up. Jerry Palm's got him as a seven. USA Today's got him as a six. Yeah. Uh, ESPN's right. got him as a six. SI's got him as a six. So, yeah, they're moving up for sure. My question is, do you guys think, let's say we do the only two losses at Bama, at Tennessee, like to finish this out, could we get to a three? Oh, yeah. I mean, you beat Kentucky. There's a chance, Pat, and there's already some rumblings going on. Kentucky could be number one when they come here in a couple weeks. What if Arkansas beat a number one twice in one season? But anyway, no, with the games against Kentucky, you you got two against Tennessee (laughs) left. You got LSU with still a good NET ranking. You you uh, look. It's going to take, like you said, winning almost all of those. But if you do that, yeah, you can move up. I believe to a three. That would be that'd be that would be the spot that three seed. That would be the spot. We saw how valuable it was last year. Getting uh, getting that, and it was still scary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, still, no question. You still had to play against Old Roberts. Was, you know, I mean, it's just crazy, man. The tournament, like seedings, it it mat like I you know we always say just get in the tournament, right? Just mm-hmm. get in the tournament, anything happen. And then so seedings matter. However, sometimes it doesn't because you can't predict what's going to happen on right. the other side of things. Well, it's the matchups, too. You talk right. about that all the time, Pat. We talk about that over the years. It's like, well, who are they going to get? Like, what's the matchup look like? You do know that being right. eight or nine is a death wish, though. I mean, trying to get through number one is not what you want to do in the second game of the tournament. Right, exactly. And, and you know, I guess four, five, you know, the four seed or the five isn't so bad. Right. Um, yeah. But... Hey, listen. We we the good thing is we got to look at a number one seed. Like, yeah. we know what that looks like in mm-hmm. Auburn. We'll mm-hmm. know what it looks like in Kentucky. Last year, uh, who I don't know, we can look through the thing, but I don't know who was our highest ranked opponent that we played throughout the season. Probably Alabama last year. Thing, yeah, it might have been Bama. Yeah, so you know, at least we got to look at that. Yeah, you beat two you number know, ones. What if they went out? Let's just dream. 
to sleep, perchance to dream. It's the highest possible seed for Arkansas, Pat, if Arkansas wins out. Two Tennessee wins, a Kentucky win. LSU. Yeah, you. Yeah, you'd have to, right? Because now. I mean, could you get to a two? uh, Am I I crazy? I mean, that's top eight. Yeah. Why couldn't you? Okay. I mean, I don't think they're going to win. I think you probably could have. I mean, you'd have to be one of the hottest teams in the country if you went out and. uh, Are you saying they win the SEC tournament too? No, I'm talking about out the regular season. Went out the regular season. Well, they were on a nine game winning streak. They lost one. one. And then you finish up with five eight. or six, whatever it is. How many's left? There are two Tennessees, well, Kentucky, now check this out. Missouri. Now let's say Tennessee, because Tennessee, Kentucky played tonight. Eight and four, twelve, six more. Yeah. Okay. Ahead. Sorry, Pat. Go on. So Tennessee, Kentucky played tonight. Yep. Depending on who wins, who loses. Who you like? And the Hogs run the table. Um. Terry's listening. I'm gonna. <laughs> well, Ty Ty Washington doesn't look like he's going to be playing, so I would give the slight edge to Tennessee at home, yeah. like a you know one point edge. But my my point is this: the scenario that you guys are laying out, the Hogs could finish number two behind Auburn mm-hmm. if they beat Tennessee twice and they beat Kentucky once, and Kentucky loses tonight. That's four losses for Kentucky. Full losses for the Hogs, but we have the the win over Kentucky. Um, and Tennessee would have four losses or five, I guess, if we beat them twice. Yeah. So that's a number two seed going to the NCAA. I mean, into the SEC tournament. Yeah. If we do, we would get the tiebreaker over Kentucky, right? Yeah. 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 Right ahead. Still in game. Yeah, yeah under okay. that scenario. That's a lot of ifs yeah. and buts. I mean, I admit that that's not likely scenario, but hey, why not? I mean, it's we can't say it's right, possible. You have to go to Tennessee and win, and go to Florida and win. And oh, by the way, mm-hmm. like Florida is, you know, a good team that knows like they're desperation mode too. Not too. I mean, I don't feel like we're in desperation mode, but yeah, like Florida is definitely desperation. Pat, Kentucky. There's no doubt in my mind. Kentucky's a Final Four potential team. Is Tennessee a potential four, Final Four team? Man, I, I, I just get worried because of their offense, like their scoring droughts. And part of it is maybe it's being made too much of because they had an injury to one of their better players in Josiah Jordan James, who's now is much healthier and he's now has had his best offensive games the last like three, four games. And they've looked better offensively, so maybe it's unfair to to say all of their struggles scoring the ball were a team thing rather than maybe a, a couple of key injuries here and there. So, um, I right now I probably would say no, um, but the next couple of weeks, if they can remain as consistent as they have been, then you got to put them in there because they they defend like on an elite level. So, you know, I mean, we saw. You know, they can – and when you play defense like that, you're going to have a chance in any game against anybody. Sounds good. All right. Well, cool. Fun visit today. It's exciting right, times for a lot of teams. I mean, there's a lot of teams, a lot of very relevant games remaining in the SEC. And uh should be fun. Well, buddy, uh, are you network tonight, you studio tonight? Yep, studio tonight, so we'll be we'll be rocking and rolling, bud. We'll be excited, man. 
What what color are we going with tonight, Pat? What's the tie? What's the what's the what's the uh, pocket square look like? I'm looking up here, and you got you got Coach up there with a white pocket square, lame. And you got his boy Matt Barry <laughs> with a white pocket square, lame. They need to go to the Pat Bradley <laughs> School of Pocket Square. They're gonna go yellow. Okay. Pink. What, what color suit are we going? We have Valentine's Pink. Day yesterday. Pat can't go yellow when Arkansas is playing Missouri. That's too close to their goal. Oh, that's right. That's and right. I think I'm wearing a black suit. Yeah. Okay. Oh god. Yeah, that would be no, no good. No. Did you? Uh, yeah, but this way. Yeah. This way, I can say whatever I want, and uh, and I'll be like, well, I'm, I'm wearing Missouri's colors. That's a good point. What uh, I could call the hog literally on set. <laughs> I don't think you can get away with that. Did you? Uh, were you home last night, or did you? Did you travel today, or were you there last night? Yeah, I, I, just with the weather's been so bad, so I, I usually try to not um, do the same day travel. You know how. Yeah. So, go. so my point is really been asking that is what you do for your wife for Valentine's Day is what I really want to know. Now my, you know, we're old these days. You know what I mean? Just the same old regular, nothing special. Candy and flowers? That doesn't seem like you. Yeah, flowers. You sing yeah. her song. You sing her. I mean, uh... Not candy. I, I do like. Uh, I've gotten into flowers recently. Okay. I don't know why. Like, like I like calla lilies, lilies, all kinds of different. Things. I don't know. Maybe it was this summer. I, for some reason, Look I was this. like. Learning all different kinds of flowers. Pat Bradley, botanist. <laughs> I had no idea. Horticulturist Pat Bradley. You and Snoop Dogg. You and Snoop Dogg, plant experts. I love it. Yeah, right. It's good. All right, we'll watch the uh, we'll watch for the broadcast tonight, and I'll be curious to see what you're wearing. But uh, yeah, if you wear black and gold, and Arkansas wins. You definitely better call the Hogs. <laughs> right. It gives me the built-in excuse. Exactly. I'm not. I'm not biased. Well, I'm not a homer. Look at me. All right, buddy. Appreciate the time. We'll all talk right, next cool. week.